All right, so this podcast, um, this happened today and I just flew off the cuff and I wanted to record it. So, uh, Lou's going to have some fun. You're going to score it a little bit today, the stories. All right. And uh, I hope you enjoy this because this was something very helpful for me. All right. You guys have a good one. And uh, here we go. All right. Let me check this out. So it goes like this. Here's the exchange. I didn't understand your message. That's what I wrote. I didn't understand your tweet. Because I meant that myself and Mets Twitter doesn't appreciate your racist Diaz joke. And when the team sucked, you disappeared. All right, so, okay. Whatever. So I respond by saying, so you're placing judgment on a 30-second clip of a half hour of content when you didn't know what the tone of the show is and you didn't hear everything that led up to it and you didn't hear any how it ended or how it resolved. I'm gonna assume you didn't listen to that. I can't believe that you're making judgment on that. Everyone just reads the headlines and they get suckered. He says, uh, well, I'm Jewish and so, yeah, I didn't get offended. He writes, and I'm sorry you're insecure, you have to vent to a random Twitter guy. So I wrote, you didn't watch the whole thing, did you? You know, I'm sorry that people get wrapped up in a headline. Racism is hate, and it is. You know that. You listening right now, you know, you know what racism is. Racism, racism is, that's hate. If I see a black person and my initial reaction is, look at this guy, or I see a a brown person, or whatever color, and I go, look at this, can't stand them. I can't stand their people. I can't like anything about any of them. That's, that's, that's racism. Saying mean, hateful, with bad intentions is hateful racism. Um, so I write, uh, I want racism is hate. There's no hate here. You may not like a joke that I'm trying to get across, but racist? No, sorry, not at all. And he writes, uh, okay, well, I have to, I hope you have a wonderful night. And I said, all the best to you and your family. Take care. And please do yourself a favor. Watch the whole thing and look into who exactly put that headline out and what they do and what their intentions seem to always be when you look at the person that put it out there and you see what they're really trying to do before you make any type of judgment. Well, not just me, but anybody. And he goes, I'll admit, I didn't watch the whole clip. I apologize for my snap decision. I will watch the whole thing. And I said, I'm upset that evil has infiltrated people with mind control. Because in my honest opinion, it's mind control. It's, It's what it is. There's no other way to explain it. He writes, 
But when I watch the whole thing, you still have to be open to the fact that may not agree with you. That's also life in general. And I said, hey, listen, I wrote, I pride myself in spreading unity and love. And you know, that's what I, that's what I pride myself for. I really do. I may not always hit the mark, but that's what I pride for every single day in my life. Especially as I get older, especially as I, if I've lived more in this lifetime and experienced so many things, so many things. I've traveled the entire world. I don't go to touristy places. I walk the back streets. I talk to people. I, I, I've, been, I've been to so many, I've lived so many scenarios. I've seen pain, I've seen hate. I've seen people get shot. I have experiences and I take them for everything that it's worth. And I love life for that. I really love life for that. Good, bad, all of it. It makes you a better person, hopefully. Hopefully. So he writes, watch the whole thing. I watch the whole thing and I apologize for not seeing the whole thing first. I don't think it was all in good taste, but I appreciate discussing it with you. He goes, making jokes about two guys as innocent as you seem, it still has a, it's, it still is just a bit tone deaf. So I totally respect where he's coming from. That's my opinion, and I'm only one guy. Best to you and your family. Have a good evening. And I said, thanks. To me, if someone doesn't like the jokes, no problem. Hate me, even. But to cry racist? That's not right. I, I'm not attacking anybody. And this was a great conversation. I wish everyone on social media can talk like this. And that's how things are done. But such is life. I appreciate your kindness to at least watch. Take care. And I truly mean that. So that was our exchange. But I'm still losing sleep. It's still under my skin. I feel much better. Much better. So I go to bed, okay? So I go to sleep. All right, here we go, I'm gonna go to bed. I feel better. I know I'm right. I'm gonna brute the world. There was parts where I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna exploit this guy who puts the headlines out. And I actually reached out to the guy. I'm like, hey, listen, I'm open for, whatever. I'm just, I'm on a mission. I want revenge. I want to put the good word out there. I'm having all these emotions, but I'm not acting on them. So that leads to all the way to last night. I talked to my wife. I talked to my wife, she got on a flight. Her and my daughter are checking out some colleges and uh, they're visiting another daughter of mine and uh, she's, you know, we're talking and catching up and my wife's my rock and she's just, you know, she's infiltrating with her faith. And it's like, all right, you know, have a good night. So I wake up this morning I go downstairs, have a really nice breakfast and coffee. It's really, in this, this hotel is a great coffee place. And I notice a lot of locals come here. Even if you're not staying, they just come here to have their coffee. And just, it's, it's really nice. I highly suggest if you're in the Indianapolis area, check this place out for breakfast or whatever. It's, it's, a, it's a good vibe. The, what, what is the name of this place? The, the Iron, Ironworks, Ironworks Hotel. 
So I'm done with breakfast and I'm about to go to my room and I want to just walk or do something. I have to get this out. And part of me is like, man, do I just sit in the back of that little church? I'm not a church guy. I don't, I'm not doing that. So I said, I'm just going to take a long walk. Sometimes when I take long walks, I get a lot of great answers that are extremely healing. Now, here's the cool thing. I didn't bring my phone. I did not bring my phone. So I haven't had my phone for at least two, two hours plus. And what I discovered about the phone as time moves on, you carry your phone a lot of times. If you go out on a walk or you go on, if you want to really be peaceful and, and find yourself and have answers, and you cannot bring your phone. You cannot have your phone on. I'm not kidding when you bring your phone, when you're looking for answers or you need peace, you're only bringing it based out of fear. You're letting fear control you. Now, hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. You're in the fear that someone's going to need you. You're in the fear that I may have missed something. You're in a fear that someone's going to need you and you have to be there as soon as possible. You're in a fear that, oh my God, if I just had my phone, I would have been able to pick it up and put it. Stop that. Stop that. So I, I, I left the phone. I know that my wife, my kids are all in places where if something did happen, I can't control it. And there's no way I can get to them. There's no way I can get to them. So I don't have control of any of it. So outside of that world, there's nothing that desperate out there that... I need to be attached to in the next hour or two. So, so I, I go to the front. I, I go and I see there's a massage place attached to us. So you know what? Maybe I get a massage and I'll feel better. I'm like, nah, it's not going to be a massage. And then I, I go to the front, the lobby, and the guy opens up the door and he goes, um, do you need help with something today? I went, no, I just... I, I want to go for a walk. You know, some people walk around the building or they walk this way and it leads to a path, but that's like a mile and a half out. And, and I said, uh, okay, okay. He goes, there's really not a lot around here. I went, okay. He goes, but do something fun for yourself. That's what the, that's what the guy said, the doorman. That's what the doorman. And I said, I will. So I, I walk across the street to where this church is, right? I'm not going to the church, but I'm walking alongside it. And actually, what happened was, I'm walking along the main road, and I was going to walk about, oh, hopefully, a couple miles up this main road. And for some reason, the, the at the end of the church is this little tiny road. What the hell is that road say? I can almost see that. So... I don't know. I was drawn to go down that way. So I just, eh, let me stroll down there. And I'm strolling down this little road and it goes through a neighborhood. And I see it's a typical neighborhood. There's, there's little front porches. This person on French porch. They're, they're, it's, these people have their sprinklers on. Somebody, there's an older lady tending her bushes in the front. It's a nice, peaceful, you hear the cicadas going. It's a beautiful summer day. And I'm just walking and I'm strolling. And my plan was, I was just going to walk around the block and then come back and maybe go to the gym. And so as I turn the corner, 
I go and I come to another road and maybe I'm walking 10 minutes. I'm just strolling and I can make a right head back to the hotel. There's no sidewalks or directly across the street. I see there's this field with a gate. And I said, what is it? And it goes, it says it's a cemetery. I said, ah, do I want to go in a cemetery? And it says, I said, yeah, let me. Let me just walk through there. You know, sometimes I like seeing how long, how old the stones are or how old this town is when they started, you know, who's been here for how long. I used to, my wife and I, we would get a place upstate New York and that was our, a lot of times that was our thing. I know it sounds weird, but it's true. And by the way, this is all going somewhere. This is all going somewhere. All right. So hang in there and be patient. I also see that it's a Catholic Cemetery. Now, I'm not Catholic. I, I, but then there's like, you know, whatever. It's, I don't judge people's faiths at all. And it bothers me when people judge faith of any kind. Because in life in general, if you're just trying to look for a higher power, whether it's spirituality, whether it's God, Jesus, whatever you're looking for, Allah, Allah, sorry if I said that wrong, whatever, if you're looking to be a better human being to help other human beings and yourself, I don't, I encourage that. I really do. When it's for you and it's, it's when you start trying to push it on others, that's the problem. That's where the problem perceives. And just like any other, it just, that's, but I, I, get, I, I get upset when people are like, Christians are this and you know, Muslims are this and, and, and Jewish people are this. No, stop. I never knew what a beanie was. I never understood a beanie. And years ago, I had a radio show on satellite radio. And one of the girls that I worked with that lived on my street, she was Jewish. And it was a Jewish holiday. And I sat down and went, I know I sound, I don't want to sound ignorant, but I want to learn why. So I started asking her about, um, you know, the Jewish faith. Like, why, why touch the door? What's a beanie for? I never knew what a beanie was. And she said, that's just a reminder there's always a God above you. Now, I'm just telling you she said, so if anyone's listening going, that's not what it means. And I went, wow, that's really, I thought that was cool. It's like a Christian wearing a cross. And I don't know what the Muslims do or any other faith, but it, it, the point is, I'm staring at this Catholic cemetery and I don't, I, 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 I don't, I, and there was a part of me go, ah, Catholic, and I'm up, I'm down, I'm sitting, and they've got a million saints, and this, oh, I, I'm, just, I'm not going here. For a split second, I thought that. And I went, you know what? Just walk in there. These are all, a lot of these people are people that tried their faith. This is what, this is what they were. This is, this is how they found their way to God, whatever, God, faith. You may find answers in here. So I, so I started walking around and I'm still feeling uneasy. And in my head, in my head, there's no one in this cemetery. And I have to say, it's beautiful cemetery. Beautiful. Really well kept. Gorgeous. And it's a beautiful Sunday morning. 
and there's nobody there and there's and, and I'm just walking along and I'm looking at the headstones but I'm also thinking how do I approach this it bothers me it really bothers me that people can react to a comedy bit that I'm trying on a radio they don't know anything about me. They don't know anything about the subject. They don't know anything but something they read that labeled me and just put it out there and they just went for it. And they said, oh, yep, that's what he is. Because what headlines do, if I sit there and I go, um, whatever, my neighbor, if I put a headline out, that says Jim's neighbor, full-blown racist. As they, uh, it, whether you read the whole story or get to know the story, that has infiltrated your mind and your emotions. You've already made your judgment. As some of you go, well, I don't do that. But most people do. And that's how our society works. Period. Period. That's why I don't read the papers. That's why I don't watch the news. Because every news headline is a thought control headline. These animals, this racist, this savage, that you already have a set mind. And for those who can read through it, good for you. Good for us. Those who can't, you just stirred up some hate, anger, and division. Do you understand how that works? If I were to say my neighbor's a racist, you're immediately going to go, whoa, what'd he do? And all I have to give you is a little clip of what he did. I'm tell you the whole conversation. And you're only getting my point of view. But you already made up your mind. That's how it works. So I'm trying to figure out how... I know I did nothing wrong. But how do I explain to people I did nothing? Like how do I explain to people like, I hate you and I, you're racist. And there's not a lot of them. It's, it's a handful. But still that alone bothers me. I don't have a problem if I'm not funny. I really don't. I tried. I had the courage to try. I had the courage to try a subject. I, I don't have a problem with that because I know, I know I don't have hate intentions. I'm not out to hurt anyone. So if you don't like my jokes, you don't like my style, you just don't like me, I, I get it. Everyone's allowed to have that opinion. I, I feel the same way towards people innocently. I don't like this person or I don't like that person. Why don't you like the person? I don't know. I just don't like their haircut. Right? You know, I don't like this. I don't like that actor. I don't like that comedian. I don't like this. Why not? I just, I just like him. It's just this normal life. That's normal life. So I, I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. I have no problem with that whatsoever. What I have a problem with, which is very unsettling, is you, you, can't, you can't go one by one and talk to everyone one by one. Because if it's a small group... They're, they're like shark infested, and that's all they do. It's a shark feeding. Headline, shark feeding. And they rip it apart, and they get angry, and they go home, and they take that anger, and, and it's distracting you from what's really important in life. 
Oh my God. Think of the amount of, think of what you can accomplish. Think of what you can accomplish. If the energy you have that's so dark and so, so pissed off and so I've had it and you're angry and you want to lash out and it's from something irrelevant from your personal life. It's a headline. It's politics. It's news that has nothing to do with your tiny inner circle of life. Think of the amount of energy you put into that when you can turn and you put all that in energy into a positive tone towards your kid, towards your wife, towards your husband, towards another person or a thing. Think if you had that much energy for that, the things that could be done. I saw something, I almost don't want to say it, but I... I I started feeling this and I started asking for this to happen in the universe. And again, please, please, I don't vote. I don't get involved in politics. I don't. So all I'm going to say is I saw that volunteers got together. They saw that there was a bad area in this country. And, you know, the politics were going crazy and this person cre- said racists and then the, the people, the community said, no, they're not racist. This is really going on and blah, blah, blah. And that's what happens. People just yell, you're right. No, I'm not racist. You're this, you're that, you're that. And no one's doing what the problem is. Well, what's the problem? Well, it's, there's tons of garbage and, there's, and there's, it's a bad area. So what happened? Hundreds of people from around the country got together, used their time, volunteered, went to this area, cleaned it up. Now, whether that really happened, it, it happened. I, I know for a fact to them. But the point is, wouldn't that be awesome if everyone started doing that? You know, like it, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. You know, if someone needs a, I, I don't know, instead of just going, you're this and you're that. Well, let me try to help you fix this. Or not even use politicians and all that. If they're talking about a situation, then let people fix it. Stop getting caught up in them. Go fix it. Make a small move. Volunteer somewhere. Do a food job. Do anything. Go to a neighbor. A neighbor's in problem. Your neighbor's mother could be passing away. Someone could have cancer. All they need is a conversation. That's all they need. Can you imagine if energy was put into that? Just being good to one another? It's not that hard. I promise you I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> all right. So I'm back at the, uh, I walked back to the cemetery it's a beautiful day some people have come here it's not like this morning this morning there was nobody here it was just me and uh there was a there was an elderly man that just walked next to me and he was praying next to his two little stones which clearly are aww I'm gonna say it's his brother maybe and his wife. Um, and he was praying to all of them. 
And wow, 1989. Oh. And the young child. And I waited for them to leave, clearly. So here's what happened. I told you I'm going through, I'm trying to get through today. You know, part of my ego is like, you know what? I try to be funny, and it was funny. And there was, and then someone took a clip and labeled it 36 seconds worth, and then they put the tiny clip with no content leading up to it or after it. And, where, and it really bothered me. It really, I, I'm losing sleep over that, and I hate to admit it because I feel they won, but I didn't want to react because I know it's very bad to act when you're emotional. I, I was I was going crazy. I needed to change something that happened and I couldn't. How do I change the way people are feeling? And oh, you know, the, the few that were still in the shark festering. And then the answer just came. So Jim, you do stand-up comedy. And you do comedy And you say it over and over And you walk the walk Your comedy I've been blessed At a young age I knew I was I'm all about healing And inspiring Through comedy My wife stage 4 cancer My father passed away in my arms my mom passed away in my house. My sister passed away a couple days before her daughter got married. Brother left three young children. We all have something. And so I, that's my goal. My goal is just, hey, we're stuck here. We're stuck here. Whether you want it or not. And I don't call it a stuck. We're here to get our experiences. Get it out there. Help each other. Lift each other up. It's not that hard. And so the answer was like, Jim, at the end of the day, whether it's because someone wrote the headline and they manipulated minds, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, someone saw a little bit of a clip and from that little tiny little clip, they judged and they felt hurt and angry. And I said, that's not what I'm about. So I let everyone know, went on Twitter, listen, I can't help what happened. I can't help what happened. But I can let you know, my job in life and what I thrive for is to make you laugh and get you through your day for an hour, hour 15, hour and a half. That's all. And when I say that's all I live for, that's all I live for. That's all I live for. I live for my wife, my family, but that's what I live for. I love life. I love people. And that's what I live for. And if I hurt someone, by trying to be funny That hurts me Whether I feel it's justified or not So for that I missed the mark And I am sorry Because that's not what I'm about 
I will never be about that. I violently rage against the machine against that. I'm very passionate. You know, I remember uh, years ago when I was doing Senate Live, there was a couple stories out there, and one of them's a really funny story uh, about Will Farrell when he he before Ron Burgundy was a movie and a character, he was he would walk around the halls as a character. He'd wear a vest and a hat, like a hunter's hat, and sometimes he dresses different. It was always Ron, and you couldn't you couldn't dress him as Will. And one night we had a hilarious thing where we faked attacking him. Me, Tracy Morgan, and Colin Quinn faked attacking him all night, and. And I used a word when I would tell the story because the story was true. And people, not people, there was only there was only one person said, "Don't ever think that word is funny." And I, I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that they were like, "What do you do? You are you not listening?" To the story and how ridiculous it is. No one, no one's referring to what you're talking about. But I realized this person was rehashing something horrible, and that was the first time I realized, you know what? Sometimes you really do hurt somebody. Now, some, and when I realized I really hurt them, I put my ego aside. I put it all aside. I went, you know what? It's not worth it. There's so many other ways to be funny. And I will never do that again. And I haven't. So that's where I'm at with this. For me, it's okay to be funny. And it's okay to try. And sometimes I suck. Sometimes I'm going to miss the mark. Sometimes I may make you angry. Or sometimes I may make you go, you know what? I didn't think he was really, I just, I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him at all. I don't like his humor. I don't like his stupid this or stupid that. And that's livable. That's acceptable. But if I say something and you're hurt, then I miss the mark really bad. And I hope I never do that again. I'm sure I'm going to. I'm sure I'm going to. But that's not my intention. It never will be. So there you go. That's my Sunday. Now on a more exciting note, I can't wait to work with the Impractical Jokers. I'm... This is... My, my kids are besides themselves. It, we watch this show religiously. They turn me on to it. You know, and your kids turn into teenagers and you're kind of losing them at a young age. And you don't want to... I, I go out of my way. I try to go out of my way to just sit and be with them and figure out what they're into and not judge it. Just like, all right, what do you keep watching? Sit down and try to get into the mind of their humor or what they're watching or why they're watching it. And one of them was... Impractical Jokers And It brought us together Brought my daughter together And me And when I told her I was coming out here She was freaking I should have brought her You know what I'm stupid I should have brought her out here Darn it See now I feel bad But you know what It's okay Because I'm doing the cruise I take it back I feel better I'm taking the cruise And I'm going to bring her On the cruise Doing the Impractical Jokers Cruise Which I can't wait for And I believe I don't know Look on their website And you can figure out When that is 
I know it's early 2020, March maybe? Beginning of March maybe? Doesn't matter. Well, I hope I, uh, I hope this was good. I hope you enjoyed. I hope it got you through whatever car ride you were doing or whatever you were trying to get through today. But I really, really just had to put this out there because, and again, I'm not saying, hey, you need to walk in a grave or you need to go into a Catholic cemetery or you need to uh, believe in prayers. or believe. I'm just telling you how my day went and how it all came about and how I've been released of it. And that's all. If it works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't work for you, it's all good. We're all in this together. I hope you have a great day. I can't, I can't wait to see you on tour. Holy crow, this is going to be exciting. I never did a big tour before. And by the way, I got some cool stuff coming. I just, uh, I, 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 you know how I always say the marriage warriors and your marriage. There was someone last night in a hotel and, um, they were just checking in and we're laughing and he goes, Hey man, you're, you're Jim Brewer. I said, yeah, how you doing? He goes, I said, are you visiting Indianapolis? You going to the show? And he went, Nope, we're just, it's our wedding anniversary. I went, Oh wow. How long have you been married? He's like 15 years. I went, wow. You're warriors. You're marriage warriors. And they went, wow. Wow. I like that. I went, yeah, you've seen a lot of battles. And we all started laughing and I walked away going, I love that term marriage warrior. Because that's what you are. You've been in battles. Freaking battles. And that is... That, that's an accomplishment. So I guess what I'm saying is... I've got some cool ideas... For Marriage Warrior stuff. And uh, I will see you on tour. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm bringing my nephew... And my great niece. And... Uh, we're going to Disney World soon, and I can't wait. I'm going to enjoy the next couple days and weeks with family and friends. I hope you get that opportunity too, especially before school starts or whatever's going on in your life. And I hope my Mets continue to crush it. They are so, even if you're not a Mets fan, you got to watch them. This is, this is one of the most exciting things I've ever seen go down. <sighs> All right. Hey, can I be honest with you? Thank you. Thank you for taking time. Thanks for hanging out with me. You are my therapist. You are my friend. And you mean more to me than you actually realize. And I hope life treats you well today. And you treat life well. Thanks for listening.